Hi and welcome to the final whistle. This is Deepan. This is Kabir. Kabir, for today we have another name known to most followers of the Singapore Premier League. Uh, I think if you were to do an underrated eleven of the Singapore Premier League through the years, uh, today's guest will definitely feature in most people's eleven. Um, in terms of having former footballers on the show, you know whether we like it or not, they always bring the most fire to our shows, and I really hope today's show will be in that vein. Welcome to the show, Poi Feng. What have you been up to? Hi guys, thank you for uh, inviting me. Uh, I've been doing coaching like uh, some of the retired uh, retire players. So uh, I'm with Active SG now uh, and taking some of the schools, primary school, secondary school. So uh, I'm not playing. Uh, so I hope to impart some of my knowledge to the uh, younger boys. Lah. I hope, I hope. Okay. Uh, you know, as always, you know, we always go back to the start uh, of a career. Uh, for you, how did football start uh, when you were young? Uh, for me, I I don't like studies. So I I remember one of the one of the day I think during geography or physics class the lesson was so boring. So I tell my friend, hey, want to go for trial this afternoon? So we just go for Geelang trial that was with. Uh, was under Coach Kanan that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I went for trial. Uh, he let me join training, but I've not signed because he said that I'm too young at that time because I think I'm 15, but going for under 16 trial. So I just there, uh, train with them. So after training, he will ask me to pick up the cones, pick up markers. You know, I'm like a kid man. Yeah, but... Uh, he tell me there's a reason for it. Uh. So, yeah, later I'll tell you all the reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. no, so, for you, you already had an interest in playing football at that time. Is that I think, um, do you pick it up because you're watching football on TV or your family used to play? I also don't know where I get an interest from because my mom don't don't watch soccer. My dad, uh, my dad wasn't with me since young. So, uh, I think just because I stay at Marine Marine Parade, Marine Terrace, um, under my block, there's street soccer, there's basketball court. So everyone will just play there. So maybe by walking past, I see uh, people playing. And then I remember once I joined them, I was wearing long pants and shirt. Uh, ex-player Fan Faro, Shahirul, uh, they, they can uh, be witness. They still disturb me because of that. I joined them, I'm wearing long pants and... You thought some. Shaolin soccer or what? <laughs> I want to be the first one to be shelling soccer. <laughs> Why were you in pants and Because shirt? I don't know, like, don't like to study, right? So maybe after school or what, I wear, maybe want to go out or what. Then when I come home, I see they all play soccer, then I just join them. La. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you at this point? Uh, maybe sec, sec, sec two. Sec so two, before sec that, you never played any never, football? Never, never, never. Just never. under the block? Just... Primary school, la, primary school, get the ball, just kick very far, then run. I don't know that it's called <laughs> soccer or what. But yeah, you know, Speaking of uh, Sha- Shaolin soccer, I mean, we have this stigma of Chinese parents uh, not, like allowing, segue, eh? <laughs> not allowing uh, their kids to play football. Yeah. Was that the same for you with your mom? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, She was not supportive because she said that, uh, she was, I, I also don't know how she knows about soccer, uh, Singapore football. Say so you cannot go far in Singapore football. Uh, you cannot earn a living. So must study, but I really cannot, cannot make it uh, study. So I also... Don't listen to her. I will just go, um, go my soccer training every day, every day. Even though I'm not in Kanan's team that time, I just go for my soccer. Yeah, I, I, even though I, I tell you my skill or bullshit, I no skill or what. I just hardworking. I think. That's what I wanted to ask. You never played any football, and then I you, never at all. You you went for a trial because you were yeah. bored. 
Yeah. But then the coach, you did not, you didn't really pass the trial, right? But the coach brought you into the team. Yeah. For that year, I still, I trained with them first. Then when I'm 16, then I joined the 16 years old, uh, under 16. Because if you're under 16, right, I'm sure they don't want to sign 14, 15 years old. They will want to sign at a, at the highest uh, age, like 16 years old. Uh, how do you say like, uh, you are 16, right? So just nice you're representing under 16 age group. Right? So when you started playing football, your why wasn't your mother so supportive of it? Like how was your... Because we're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> what about your family? Was there something that happened in your family that she... I also don't know. Just, just like... Uh, like like what we said just now, you Chinese, we want our son or our kid to study well, to focus on study first rather than sports, right? I, Singapore sports, I think if if you never watch, you also know that it's not great in our, our country. La. So yeah, she want us, want, want me to study first. La. But personally for you, did you know that there was a route to becoming a professional footballer? Like did you know that you could become a professional footballer and make a living from that? No, at that point of time, right, I really don't know anything. I just want to just go and join, just go and play soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gave you joy, la, basically. Yeah, because I c- really cannot study. Yeah, I, I, with a shit school la, last time, secondary school. <laughs> cannot study with all the gangsters, everything. Only know how to play soccer. La. Who yeah. are some of your early influences? Uh, you know, because, I mean, your mother was someone who did not want you to play football. So you must have found uh, influences elsewhere. Was it? Local football idols or coaches like Kanan who shaped you to becoming a footballer? I, I don't watch soccer that time also. I even mix up. I remember I Barcelona and Bologna. Their jersey are, among, <laughs> are almost the same. I also don't know which team. I just watch for fun. Uh, players, I always look up on No Raman. Okay. Yeah, a few a, a few training when we go Bodo Stadium for training, right? Uh, after training, uh, No Raman will always do his own runs. Yeah, he will be the last one to go back. He will be doing his stretches, his his runs, la, or always runs, la, I see. So I think he's very disciplined and uh, determined in what he wants to do. So, so was No Raman in uh, senior training at that time? Yeah, or? he was with the S-League. So for us, um, sometimes only we will get to go to stadiums. Last time and now different. It's very hard for you to train in the stadium. Uh, so... Um, We'll, when we go to the stadium, yeah, we always see, I always see Noraman. Okay. Who are other players that you had seen who were in the senior team at that time when you were just starting out that, you know, made you feel like, hey, I want to be like him, Seth, one day? Uh, one foreigner. Uh, one foreigner. Uh, Brandon Santalap. Oh, something. Brandon Santalap. Yes, but he was there for, I think, a few months only. Mm-hmm. He's like a beach boy. La. He's not a footballer, but he plays soccer so very good. So maybe I want to be like him. Very handsome. <laughs> plays soccer. Australian dude. La, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's there for six months or mm-hmm. something. But la. made a quite uh, big yeah. impact, I would, yeah, I would a assume. Good player, I think yeah. good player. Um, and slowly, you know, in your younger days, uh, you say that you're not good. But you still ended up making it to the NFA, uh, which is, of course, our national youth football system. How did you get there? Who selected you for the NFA? And, you know, what was that experience like? NFA, uh... 16, right? 18. 18, okay. 18. So, Mike Wong, Mike Wong uh, called me up. So, I remember my first day, I was having an injury, very bad injury, uh, ankle ligament, right, right injury. So, I trained with my, oh, only my left leg. Yeah, so I, I start learning my left leg during uh, NFA. So I I'm don't know a blessing in disguise or I can use my left leg because of injury. So Mike won't give me a chance. Uh, same thing we from from the club, we'll just go for trials, everything. So 
uh, maybe he Chinese, I Chinese, he select me. I don't know. <laughs> I have no skill, no nothing, just know how to kick only. So uh, he select me. Uh, during, I was there for a year. One of the training I remember, he said, like, uh, I always tell everybody, uh, we were doing our fitness run. So uh, I think he's not happy with our runs. So he said, stop. Look at the prostitute outside. When the police come, they all run faster than us in high heels. So we were laughing, but Mike Wong was angry. He said, you all still want to laugh. So from that point of time, I think it's really time to get serious. Like, if you want to do, do it properly. After that, you can take a rest. Uh, just like the prostitute, run away from police. After that, they can rest. We will so rest at night working. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I want to ask is, you mentioned that, uh, of course, you were joking where you say he Chinese, you Chinese, he will select you. But Coach Kanan wasn't Chinese also. Right? But he did select you. Why do you think that these coaches have uh, see something in you that they, they feel that you are you deserve to be in the team? Coach Kanan, yeah, I also must uh, say thanks to him for selecting me. La. Maybe because, like I say, he from the start, he always asks me to collect the cones, collect the markers, right? I, and I never, con- uh, never complain. So I'll just collect everything, pack up, so maybe maybe he see the determination in me or I don't know what he see in me. Yeah, never complain. Maybe just just do your stuff. You don't complain. Get the job done and and move on. I think. I think like you mentioned, you were injured. You're right. Your yeah, right, right ankle was injured, right but you still train with your left. Yeah. Whereas because some... it's not an easy chance for us to go for national NFA that during my time. I tell you, the players there are really very good. Very difficult for us to step to go up another level. Yeah. Who were so, the players you were training with? That at time NFA? was um Isa Alim, Nastang Gilang Captain. Uh Isa Alim. We still got a few games. Let me think. Uh. Uh, Nabil, a big guy. Uh Ismail. Ismail you know. Ismail Yunus, okay. Uh even that time Shadan, Zaiful also trained with us because they are still younger, but they are so good, good enough to play at our age. So yeah, all the a few good players. Yeah. I want to ask right because uh you got into football because you know you didn't feel like you belonged, um in terms of uh school education and the people that were in your secondary school, uh but then you find yourself in a sport dominated by a certain race, um some young kids will say I don't want to do this because I come to training, uh it's people uh who is mainly people uh, from another race I don't want to train. How how did you adapt to that? So uh I'm also very lucky because the school I'm from right. It's a Malay school. So must my classmates, uh, almost 90% are all, all Malays. So from my secondary time, I I listen, I hear they all speak in Malay, right? So I start to absorb a bit, learn a bit, uh, listen here, listen there. So when I go to club during that time also, all Malay, all Malay. So, you know, when, they, when we learn a bit and we start to mingle with them, they will feel like we are together. So they won't just bully you. Uh, so I feel uh, lucky that I can can learn some Malay language from, from them. And I would assume as your career went on, that didn't wasn't even a problem anymore. Like maybe yeah. it was tough settling in early on, but later on it wasn't a problem for you? No, like it wasn't a problem. I, I mm-hmm. feel yeah, easy to mix with people. Okay. Um, you know, after a few years in the NFA, of course, the dreaded national service call-up comes up. Uh, is it true that, you know, you had expected to train normally because of what you had seen with other players. Tell us a story about that. So, yeah, we go, when NFA comes, after NFA, I play Prime League, I think for six months, Geelang Prime League, before before enlisting for uh, the army. So, uh, I thought at least, at least to army, nothing, uh, we still can come out for training, everything's still okay. But then, heard news that uh, during that year, they stopped everything. 
they don't let um, army personnel to come out for training because of something that happened during the Young Lions player. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they, the previous year. Yeah, la. previous. Which, mm-hmm. uh, they say they go out for training, but they never attend training. Yeah, so they put a stop to it. So the first year, I didn't play any soccer. Yeah. Second year, I joined Safsa. So still, still a bit of football here and there. Yeah, two days, three days, two training, one game. Okay. So, yeah, still but okay. when you went into NS, uh, were you sure at that point that when you were to come out of NS, uh, that you want to still pursue football? Or was it still something 50-50 at that point of time? No, you know, I, last time when we were young, when we were young, we always take things a step at a time. We never, like, I, I never planned like, oh, after NS, I want to do this, want to do that. Somehow I cannot study. So, uh, like I said, tomorrow NS, okay, tomorrow NS. Then just see how it goes. La. So when I play Safsa, very lucky that uh, I met this guy, Sofian Hamid. Yeah, until now, we are still together. Yeah. So, uh, he was with Balestier uh, before he enlisted uh, Army, Safsa, yeah. So after we are, we get very close together, we play game, everything together. So after we already, he bring me to Ballester. Okay, so yeah. we, we go into Ballester now and after NS, that was the first, your first professional club in a, in a certain sense, especially uh, in the S League at that time. Uh, you say that, you know, Sofian brought you through the ranks at, at, at Ballester, but of course you need the approval from coaches and whatnot. So who was the, First coach that gave you a chance at Ballester. So when we attend the first training, I think it was mid-season. That time was still Karim, uh, S League coach. Yeah, Karim. So I was there for same thing trial again. S League club. Oh, I want to trial people. Want I don't know trial what. So trial ready. Then uh, after that end of the season, uh, he's no longer with Ballester. I think NASA took over. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, what was what was the question? Uh? No, basically, who, who gave you a chance <laughs> uh, at Pedestal? NASA, NASA and Sofian. Uh, Sofian. Uh, so very grateful to NASA also. Uh, we used to complain his training too traditional, too draggy, but uh, it built a base of foundation for 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 me lah, personal, uh, personally, uh, in terms of fitness-wise, discipline-wise, uh, and mentality. So, you know, every time training, uh, before we do anything, you go run for 10 rounds. Just run. Uh, one round, two minutes. So, every day you do 10 rounds because that time our team very young. So, you say, if we got no skill, uh, we cannot match the other team, we must do well with our fitness. So, you just do that 10 rounds. After training, sometimes we still do another 10 rounds. Yeah. So, I think, for me, I still think it's very good. Very good. Because with that fitness base, I don't get injury uh, easily compared to uh, players now, I feel. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, um, running, what else was, what, what else was traditional in that sense? Sorry, and, and just want to ask, which coach uh, is this? Because I've not heard this name. Nasaruddin. Nasaruddin. Uh, Nasaruddin. Yeah, okay. Nasaruddin. Nasar. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, training will go up to 2 hours, 30 minutes, 2 hours plus. Uh, so, a lot of stoppages during training, like, okay, you stop, you do this stop, we do this. When you play halfway, stop. A lot of stoppages, like interference during our training. So, and a lot of scolding that time. But partly because I feel we are young. So, maybe he need to coach us more to give us more input, I feel. Yeah. Was that not normal at the time with two and a half hour training sessions? Because when I still going up, right, I always hear the other senior players say, hey, we only train one hour, one hour, 30 minutes. Uh, then why now? Uh, Coach NASA training so long, 2 hours 30. That time I was still young, I don't know anything. I just go for training. You give me long training, I also just do. Uh, I don't complain one. Uh, 
So, uh, but I always hear the senior players say, hey, training boring ah, so long. Uh, stop, 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 all this. Yeah. At that time when you were that age, when you hear the senior players training, uh, complaining, were you like thinking like, why are you complaining? You're playing football. Do you feel that? Do you have that feel, that, that that thought? Those thoughts? You know when I know lah. I I don't I don't care about what people say lah. I just do my own thing. Finish training, I go back. Uh, very tired already. I don't care what they say. So um, but you know when every day they keep saying that you will slowly influence me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I must make sure that I don't join them. If I join them, my discipline all gone. So I must learn how to have self control. So I cannot keep listening to. Training boring lah. I don't want to train properly lah. All this. Yeah. Somehow I'm just new to the to the uh, soccer scene that time. Yeah. Do you, Do you still remember your first S League start and um, how did you get there? You know how do you break into the first team? I feel that time lucky because like I say all young players. So it's all around that time my age 22, 20, 21, 22, 23. So um with the NFA background and that time when I play Geylang Prime League all this that time Geylang was a very good team. So I think I have that background or CV that I come from a better club and an ex-NFA player give me that slight advantage over some other place. So I just need to train normally and then I will get a spot. Mm-hmm. So the the coach that gave you your break uh, in the S-League, was was it still? Coach, coach Nasa. Or still coach him? Coach Nasa, yeah. yeah. And at Ballester, um, I think while you were there, uh, we will come to that later, you know, the, the number of years that you spent there, but uh, you had a lot of different coaches uh, that come through the ranks. Who were the coaches that really stood out for you and, you know, why Why was that the case? All the coaches stood out for me. Yeah. They can say Ballester is a shit team, uh, not a good club, but if really not a good club, I wouldn't stay there for so long. And uh, the coaches that they bring in, they really teaches me something. Like, for example, the late Sai Mui. Uh, he said, you buy your boots, $200, cannot kick the ball properly, all this for what? He, then he just say, you see, he just stand there, he kicked the ball his outside foot nicely. So he said, he teach me a lot of things like how to use our elbow, use our body. Yeah. Uh, Salim Moin, one of them, very good. Um, the late Darren Stewart, I don't know why all coach me one. All. <laughs> Must be something about you. Uh, I don't know. Uh. Too tiring. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Darren Stewart, yeah, he, he was the one who coached me at uh, Geelang Prime League that time. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he's very nice to work with. Very simple. You work hard for him, the training one hour, one hour, 15 minutes, finish. You give shit training, everyone just go back, don't train. Don't care whether it's 10 minutes of training, 13 minutes of training, say, just go home. So very- That's happened before? Yeah, of course, of course. Wow. Yeah, we train, we train, I think just passing drill, all this uh, shit passing. So you say, okay, you're not interested, you don't have the form, okay, go home. Take a rest, tomorrow you come back again. He's very good at man management. Yeah. And uh, still got who we got. Marco. Marco, yeah, very clever coach, I feel. Yeah, very clever coach until now. Yeah. Since since we're talking about it, uh, whether we like it or not, and I know Marco very well, but there is this stigma around Marco that he plays traditional football, you know, just pump to the striker and play from there, which sometimes isn't fair, but as a former player, and you say that he's a clever coach, which I've heard from others as well. Uh, tell us more about Marco and you know, is that fair that some fans, you know, just attribute him to uh playing the traditional football? But he get results, right? Yeah. He get all the results. Yeah. Uh partly because he doesn't have the player, I feel. Yeah. So uh credits to him. If if you don't have the player, you want to make like Tampanese now, Gavin get the player, get can pass, can yeah, can keep the ball. If you don't have that now, 
if you lose the ball, people attack you, keep attacking you, you lose the game. Yeah, so what he's doing now, he wins the game. So why not just do that? Yeah. We'll come to now the fact that you stayed there for eight years. Uh, okay, don't just talk about Singapore football. In Asian football, I think it's quite a rarity that a player stays with one club for so long. Um, I'm sure, you know, along the way, you might have second thoughts uh, about moves. I'm sure clubs might have approached you and whatnot. But what made you stay at Ballester for eight years? Maybe near my house. Uh. No, <laughs> where, where were you staying? <laughs> I stayed at Prince that time. One ah. straight bus reached there that time. Mm. Yeah. No, la. So, <laughs> comfortable lah. Comfortable. So, but NASA always called me for uh, for staying. He always say, uh, you must get out of your comf- uh, comfort zone. Don't just stay here. But I don't want to stay here. Because feels uh, that time Tava still, uh, I feel he take care of players. Uh, even though there's stories about him, all this. Um, NASA, I feel that time also a good coach. Then always we hear listen, uh, listening to like, okay, next year we're going to bring in, bring in this coach or all the rumors. Always like, good coaches that they're going to bring in. So, and the players, the players also, we are not good, but our bonding is always there. We always work hard for each other. So, it's very comfortable going there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any regrets now looking back um, about not leaving earlier and, and, you know, getting out of your comfort zone like you said earlier? Yeah. Uh, regret? Yes, maybe. Because there was once uh, SCF that time, they won the league half a season. Jeremy get ACL. So, I was uh, shortlisted to join them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Ballester doesn't release me so and then they won the championship so yeah agree, a, a bit of regrets there and uh, and Geylang also offered me when the, the following year they play AFC but I never joined them Mike Wong also Mike Wong was the coach yeah. Um, one thing about Ballester that we got to address is that um, some guests that have come on the show um, have said a few negative things about Ballester um, talking about wages and you know the club not being ambitious enough uh, as a former player and someone who spent eight years there, uh, did you sometimes feel or wish that the club was more ambitious? Did Did you think that way? For a start, when I joined that, like I told you, I don't I don't care about anything. I just want to play soccer. So they, they gave me the amount I'll just take. Uh, so like they talk about negativity about Ballester. So if you don't like the club, why you stay with the club? You don't sign with the club. Very simple. Uh, it take two hands to crap. I believe they give you shit contract. You can choose not to take. What you take, then you blame your 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 club, right? Or not so you blame yourself, lah. You take for what? Um, and with the first few years, they uh first few years at Ballester, uh, they already say that they are going to have a transition. That's why our team is very young. Uh, so, uh, for me, as a new player, uh, I want it to just want to focus on my career, just play first, then. Uh, towards the end, I think the third year, fourth year that they start to have Salim Moin, right? He's, he also said that he's going to bring in a few good players. So that time was Kamal, Hang Kamal, uh, not Hang Kamal, Kamal, the Botak guy, then uh, Ishak Zainol, all the better players. Yeah. So yeah, they, they do bring in players, but we are still not enough, not good enough to challenge the other teams. So when Salim Moin left, I think Darren Stewart came in. So, uh, by knowing Darren Stewart earlier on during my uh, Gelang time, he already called me and said, he's going to bring his Gombak player over. So, when he bring the Gombak player over, I feel that, yeah, Ballester trying to do something. All big money also, they're earning with bonuses coming in also. Okay. 
So I choose to stay with them. Uh, then from that year, Darren did something on the, I think League Cup or something. Yeah, for the first year. Yeah. Do you think it's fair that people talk about um how Ballester doesn't pay their players well? Uh, do you do you did you see that happening when you were Ballester? And is it just a circumstance that you know in every league you have certain clubs that pay more, certain clubs that pay less? It's just part of the football ecosystem, right? I feel uh, because of the player quality also, if you are not good, I don't pay you 10,000, correct? If you are good, of course, I pay you at a higher uh, higher salary. Somehow, all the players that come, they are uh, no longer with another club. The other club throw you and release you. Then you come to Ballester. You accept Ballester to give you higher than what you earn, correct? So, yeah, don't blame the club. Don't blame the club. For yourself, having played there for eight years, have you... Maybe ask for higher wages and then get rejected and then yeah, but still, but sk- yeah, still sign the contract. Yeah, of course. Every every year, everyone will sure ask for pay increment. Pay increment. So, uh, very simple. Like, you ask for 500 increment. They won't give you 500, but they give you 200, 300. Also increment. Yeah. Maybe we'll just take. And how was your relationship like with Tava at that time uh, when you were at the club? All good, all good. With Tava, with Timmy, mm, Timmy, the, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the Kidman, Kidman very fierce, uh, but still okay, <laughs> still okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm good with everyone there. Uh. But why so, do you think that these people have this thing, uh, all these things to say about like Tava and whoever at, at Ballester? Because you know, they hear from outside people. When you hear from people say, hey, Ballester is the first one to start the 10-month contract, 11-month contract. So, when I go to Ballester, I will already have that negativity thoughts with me already. Even 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 yourself. That time don't have yet because oh, I still okay. knew I just right. joined. That time was I think twelve still twelve months I think. I I signed primary contract but they let me play as league so yeah. Then slowly to ten months uh, to eleven months first, uh, eleven months. But very simple they give you eleven months if you continue next year you will get your twelve months salary. If you don't have you will finish at eleven months. I just uh. Yeah, la, yeah, la. yeah so, this is uh, a contract. So after, like, like you were you were saying people hear it from the outside. Yes. What what else do you think? Like from the inside, when when you are in the club, do you do you maybe feel that whatever people say is sometimes justified or Because you no. see now now the players going the players expect very high salary. They see LCS earning player earning ten thousand. Of course they want to ask Ballester for maybe five thousand, six thousand, which I think Ballester won't give la. So then when give you will start to talk back about Ballester. You say, hey, Ballester always say no budget, no budget. Then where all the money go? Yeah. So if you ask for the reasonable amount, uh, I'm sure Tava will talk to you, uh, give you a, a reason or why why cannot give you so much or this. Mm-hmm. Understood. Uh, like, you know, all good things have to come to an end and your Ballester career, of course, came to an end. Uh, why was it the case? Did you feel like you wanted to stay there longer? Why did you leave? We won, I think we won something. We won, we won, we qualified for the, did we qualify or something for the uh, AFC? Or AFC what? Cup, is I it? I think AFC mm-hmm. for the next, for the next year. Then uh, Marco said that uh, we, that bunch of players stay together too long. Um, other teams already know how we played. So he tried to do a transition. So he threw away all the foreigner, the Pakajin, Kim, uh, Paul or this so he said everyone know our playing style so he want to change so all the I don't know good player or useless player he throw la. so towards the end he still asked you all to wait first me and 
uh, Y, we call him Y. So both of us waiting, waiting, because end of the year, Marco will go back to Croatia, very hard to get him. Then, every year, is it? Yeah, every year. Then, okay. <laughs> Holiday lah. Holiday, uh, fine foreigner also. Oh, fine oh, yes. foreigner also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So very hard for us to like get a, and when we ask Timni or Tava, they say, no, we have to leave it to Marco. And then we very hard to contact him. We cannot be just waiting for him. Uh, season like, going to start, pre-season going to start. So we start looking for uh, other club ourselves. Like. I'm sure we want to stay that time. Yeah. And and of course, while you're looking for other clubs, uh, what better at that time than, you know, Warriors? Because uh, this is, of course, one of the biggest clubs in Singapore. Uh, were you surprised that, um, you know, Warriors were interested in you at that time? And, you know, how easy was it to get the negotiations done? It was surprising because uh, when Ballester, nobody will want to sign Ballester player because Ballester is already rock bottom. Who wants to sign lousy player, right? <laughs> so, um, luckily f- for me that time, Ignatius Ang already joined there. Uh, he, I think he played a part in helping me uh, join Warriors. Uh, that chairman that time, not chairman or team manager that time, Popo, lucky got same surname, I think. So, sign me. Uh, so, really very lucky for me to play Warriors. I always like SCF. Even though they changed name to Warriors also, I still like to, play, I still would love to play for SCF. Um, Paul is a very nice guy, like, I tell you. Very nice guy. You can get to there later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, you will get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the early days of your time there, you know, um, what was it like? Because when you joined, I think it was still a very competitive squad at the time. Yeah. Um, how how was it like when you joined? I was the last few players to join. He kept telling me, oh, Pooh, you got no more budget, no more budget, but they still signed Lucky. Yeah. yeah, so the team was still very strong on paper. You got uh, Yazi Yassi, Saifu uh, Issa, all the good players. Then uh, when I joined them, you know, I a bit worried because I'm not a good player. I got no skill, no everything, come from bottom club. So I'm very like, wow, all the good players playing together. So I... I must tell myself, I must train better. I must step a bit higher because I'm so comfortable in Ballester eight years there. So I can relax all this. I cannot, so I cannot afford to do that. I must train better, try to be among, mixed with them. Yeah, then uh, players there, you know, they are all big names, but they are very uh, welcoming to me. Yeah. So do you feel like a difference in training uh, in terms of quality or intensity when you join? Yeah, sure. There was? Of course. Yeah. The players, you can see their touches all very good. One touch, two touch, compared to Ballester. I think because really Ballester, we are too used to each other, too comf- comforting, like training is always the same person, same player. So we can pass and laugh, laugh, mm. then slowly walk, <laughs> like, like model like this. Uh, <laughs> go, but at Warriors, um, new. You want to pass, you want to run, you want to sprint, everything. The intensity is so high, man. Mm-hmm. Who was the coach young, when man, you joined? First year, I think was York. York, okay. I think, I think York, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and in your early days there, uh, did you ever think that, you know, or did you see it coming in terms of the financial trouble that they would go through later on? Uh, were there signs? Uh, were you like thinking, eh, how come the things are running this way and all? Just now you just said, uh, no budget, no budget, let's just sign me. <laughs> yeah, was that probably the first sign? Or? Because the, the squad so big really, like you can, you know yourself already, 23 players, 24 players, all big names, all sure earn high salary, foreigner good. Then suddenly I come in later, they give me 1,000. How la? Yeah, then, um, that was what you paid? No, I cannot oh. tell you. La. No, la, sure, more, la, more than that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, talking about? 
Yeah, were, were you seeing signs of like... First few years, no. First, first few years, Because no. first few years, uh, salary, everything uh, before end of the, year, end of the month, uh, bonuses, uh, everyone very happy. Never, we don't... Because SCF, who expect SCF to have this type of problem, right? Yeah. So uh, even though Warriors changed name to Warriors, but we will still think that it's the, in the, it's the same. Everything will be the same. Nothing will happen. Then towards the last few years of my career, uh, also because of, I feel Dortmund, the signing with Dortmund, uh, signing with some uh, big players when towards the end of the, like, toward, uh, our squad is already formed. Then it still signed a few more big, big, big earning players. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the first sign uh, which made you realize, uh, hey, we might be in trouble? First time, when we already form our players, uh, suddenly come in Behe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Behe. Gap. Yep. With these two players, you know at least 30,000 per month. Right? So, from there, we can know that oh, if like this, really, really, uh, if we keep going on, sure, financial problem. Lah, yeah. With the Dortmund thing. Yeah. yeah. But the players didn't raise it up or? No, because we for, for playing style, we also want, we also want to welcome them because they are good players, Behe, Gap, all good players. So with them around, of course, very happy. But we we never really think much of back end thing like financial thing. Because we, we still think that Warriors or SAF should be fine. So Wait, sorry. Course, yeah. Before before we get to the next question, what was the what was the Dortmund thing? Also, oh, really Dortmund signed like a youth development uh, partnership with Warriors at the time, which was a five-year deal, and uh, you know they were supposed to do exchange in terms of youth partnership and development and whatnot, lah. Uh, which of course, you know, now I think a few weeks ago Dortmund signed one with uh, Lion City Sailors. Uh, but yeah, so Warriors were paying Dortmund. Uh, yeah, it was I'm a sure, partnership, sure, lah. Yeah, yeah it oh, okay. probably goes both ways, yeah, right. Um, and, the, and the guy never do anything. Yeah, one year come down one time, take photo, finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why you should support Bayern, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, when was the first time in terms of it hitting you? Huh? I'm, th- I think when the first delay in payment or was it the first time that the players realized like, oh my god, like this is really happening and it's gonna affect us. For a few, for the first month when he delayed us, right? Uh, like very, very normal. He said, uh, okay, this month we pay you a bit later because normally we'll get on the 28, 29, or 27, before the end of the new new month, right? So when he delayed us, he said, okay, don't worry, I'll pay you on the first. So for us, a few days, okay. Then slowly go to, I'll pay you on the third. And he said, okay, he still pay us. So slowly go, I'll pay you on the 10th. And he said, okay, we still get paid, right? Then slowly he said, okay, we owe you first. Then we know, oh, Die, die, die. Mm-hmm. Really happening. Gap and Behe bring us down already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we, we still joke about it. Uh, we are, um, we are, all the players are okay with Gap and mm-hmm. Behe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, at that time, did you already start a family? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With family. So, how was it like for you personally? I mean, were you getting really worried? Um, worried should have a bit. Um, lucky when that time, Coach Robin also, he, uh, he helped me a lot. He's with the LCS. Yep. Uh, he is the one who helped me with uh, transition of coaching. Okay. Yes, when I'm playing, he always tell me, oh, must do something. You must do something. He was he was my instructor during my C license course. Okay. So he's very nice. He always say, oh, you must do something. Uh, in Singapore football, yes, you like to play soccer. You can earn money from that. But what what happens after, after your soccer career? Mm-hmm. So he was at Queenstown. He's the one who opened up Queenstown. Uh, he's the in charge of Queenstown Stadium. Okay. So 
he asked me to come join him for active uh, at Queenstown. So mm-hmm. I start to join them, join him. Um, financial problem at Warriors covered by this Queenstown coach, active ah, coaching. Okay, okay. So yeah, with that active still can manage to get past. Okay, so you were a little fortunate, I would say, because you, know, you still had income coming in. But I'm sure there were a lot of players there at Warriors who might not have a secondary income. Uh, did you see it affecting them on a daily basis? And how did you guys manage to still train and play when you were not getting paid? Um, that time, I think all those not getting paid players, they are doing side job. Grateful. They started or, to do side start, jobs. They, huh? also know, they, they also know when uh, salary start to come late, right? So they already start looking for something outside. So um, how we get past... We are, I don't know, all the players just, when, when we play monkey, Rondo, so we always have the same group, like very happily, or if the monkey get uh, 20 passes, you have to buy us drink, uh, take out your shirt, take out pants, all this. So I think it's the atmosphere, the environment that keeps us going. Yeah. I think when you look back um, in Singapore football in a few years time, I think one thing that will always shock people, uh, or rather, at, at least to me, you know, when I look back, that Singapore Cup final, you know, how the hell did, Warriors get to the final with the fact that all these things were going on in the background. I mean, even now when you look back, uh, do you realize how you know insane crazy, that was? Yeah, crazy, yeah. man. And, and how do you think that happened? Was it just like because said, training? Just mm. we just go train. We know the training will be two hours. The some the coach also not interested. Really. <laughs> we also don't know what to do. We just mm. go there. Okay, that time we got this game, uh, Mobile Legend. We will just play <laughs> PUBG. We will play together. You know, when we play together, we will be having a lot of fun. We will, the bonding will be there. Then after that, we just go out, play soccer, happy, happy, laugh. Then the quality of the team is good. We got Sahil, we got Nizam, we got all the... The players are there. Just that no proper coaching, I feel. Um, we, I don't know. Even the other team tell me that, hey, very hard to play against Warriors. We don't know what tactic you're using. <laughs> you're, I don't know. You're sometimes long ball, behe run. Sometimes you're play pass-pass. Uh, that's I the secret, huh? No tactic. Yeah. <laughs> more surprise uh, from our team. So, we're very happy. Uh, we just play together, work together. Then, um, the best match is the semi-final, the Brunei. I don't know how we managed to get through that penalties. Yeah. Is that something, I mean, as much as you know, uh, it was bad times because not getting paid at all. Is this things that you'll look back on fondly uh, for the rest of your life? Bad times. Uh. Forget bad times. Uh. I only remember the, the the times we have, like the match, semi-final match. Uh, I don't know how we get through that. Then we go to final. But we, 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 I think we regretted that we lost. Uh. Yeah, we were so close. We were so close. But Who are some of the players that you especially enjoyed working with when you were at Warriors? Um, Kanto. Foreigner, Kento. Kento, mm. we are so close. We are very close. We, yeah. Uh, local player, Emery. Uh, actually, all of them. Uh, we, we enjoy working all of them. Dell. Yeah, almost. Or even the young player that came through, uh, came through under 23 player. They are all very respectful. Yeah. Amirul, the center mid. Amirul. Uh, Imran. Imran, is uh, it? Yeah, yeah. center mid. Uh, even though he's like the star of YOG, but when he come out, he look out a senior player, he's very respectful, all this. When you get this type of player, uh, you won't want to score them. You just want to like, bring them together, work together. That's like, that's how I feel. That time, Warriors team, not bad. Just that, uh, got this bad end problem. Uh. Yeah. And and we, we talked about him earlier, right? Paul Poe and some people, especially fans and even some former players, attribute 
the whole problem to him saying that you know he is the one who mismanaged it and all. Uh, in your thoughts, you know, do you agree with that sentiment? Maybe he's the one who uh, miscalculated it because he's the one who signed players, uh, do this, do that in the back end. But apart from all the soccer stuff, uh, he's a very nice guy. He will buy the shower soap all for us, shampoo for us. He will clean the changing room for us. He even know that some some of us, right, we will stay back after morning training for our noon training, right? He buy us uh, those, how do you say, uh, those airbag for us to lie down, for us to sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, aircon, very clean. He make sure that the player, you know, our, our towels, right, we just anyhow hang. Then, and then very humid, your towel will smell. So he will take hanger, make sure that open up, won't smell, take care of all the clothing, laundry. He's very nice. He's really like a father, fatherly figure. He can take care of players. But football sense, football-wise, uh, I think he's he just leave it to others. Mm-hmm. It's actually very different from what we had like a previous guest who was your teammate. He came on and he actually name-dropped Mr. Paul Poe and he actually said, criticize him on the on the show. Because it was very, very quite, quite, quite brutal, uh, uh, To be honest, <laughs> maybe different, different people, different, different treatment. Okay, for example, um, I am Paul. We got no, no any, no grudges, no nothing. We always talk properly, talk nicely. Um, well, whereas compared to some players like, uh, hey, Paul can increase my pain, or then Paul maybe don't want. Then from there, I start to don't like you. Uh, maybe I say maybe Paul can I take leave tomorrow then maybe Paul say no cannot I start to don't like you that add up to maybe the hate that he have la. did okay. he have any like say in the team selections or anything of course he I did. think what I heard is yes la, yes uh, that's why if if he don't interfere with all the all the football selection side, yeah football mm. side I think we are fine there, there was one period of time when we keep losing so he he for being a Chinese, he would take one pail of water, he put a flower, the holy flower. When we walk to the changing room, he splash the water at us. We all keep laughing, but but it works, lah. It works. <laughs> you won the game. We, uh, we, we won. I think we won the game or the next game. Uh, holy water. So when the chips were down, everyone was get was being very like sad and everything. Who was who were the players who brought everyone's morale up or was it a team effort? Because you were a team senior effort, player by right. that time, right? Yeah, team effort, uh, team effort. It's not like I can bring the whole 20 players up. Like uh most yeah, for me, Chinese players, the senior Malay player, Nizam, Sahil, Gap, all this, the age group is around the same. So it's we then they they play together also. So it's very easy for them to talk, like uh let's train properly, let's play. I just play like there's no tomorrow. We play, the money will come, the salary will come. Let's do for our next year contract. Yeah, We don't care about the salary uh, part first. We just play. If you don't play well next year, no one will sign you. You play, you do something, at least there's club looking at you or this. Yeah. And so, during this whole period, did anyone like tell you, oh, you will get your pay. You One day you will surely get your pay, but... Paul will always say that. What? He you will say will that. Get, yeah, of course, you will, you will get your pay. You just play first. Don't worry, you get your pay. Yeah, play until never get paid. <laughs> but just play. Like. In the end, okay, in the end, so, so uh, he still pay us. He, he clear everything already. Yeah, so, Which was not so long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I think last last two months. Yeah. We, he, he, we went to a court together. Everything settled nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kept his word. He did, he, he did say, don't worry, you sign. He will, we will pay you. We will pay you. Yeah, he, he kept just, his word. Just don't know when. La. Yeah. But okay, la, still pay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like courts like this, uh, we are the item. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
But okay lah, okay lah. Everything uh, is okay. Uh. When when Warriors uh were having the financial trouble, um, it was still in in plans for Warriors to play in the next season. Uh, and you had signed a, a new contract, right, to play with them. Uh, and then suddenly when I think you guys did go for preseason training, is that correct? Yeah, we did. We did. Cause he already said we uh we already know that FES is not going to let Warriors play. You knew. We knew. We knew. Um. Then, but Paul being Paul. Being uh, aggressive, being firm, he said that no, your sign first. Your sign ready. I will use your as bargaining chip. Mm. Say with the players, I, I some of the players got family or this. So if you don't let us join, they will not have their rice bowl. He will use this and talk to FES. So we just sign, 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 and he, and he assured us that he got uh, enough money to pay us next year. So okay, we sign, and but the player quality is not not that good anymore. But we just want to play. So we signed. Then we went for, I think, three or four pre-season training. Then after that, we realized that uh, for sure, Warriors no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we stopped. And any regrets about signing that contract? Because I think there were other clubs that you were probably in talks with. Right? Yeah, I, I did talk to Geylang that time. Talk to No Ali. So uh, everything everything is uh, confirmed. Just only the signing of contract. So already pay card, right? So okay, like my pay card. I want to confirm I want to play for Gelang. I start I started off with Gelang. I want to end end, end my career with Gelang. So I was looking uh, looking forward to signing with Gelang. Then uh we supposed to sign contract, for example, tomorrow. So Noali dropped me a text said, saying that uh, he want to cut my pay some more, got no more budget. So I feel very disrespectful or very yeah, disrespectful. Uh, you or at least you can give me a call or something. He just dropped me a text, say, I want to cut pay, uh, no more budget. So if you, I feel that if you don't respect me, there's no point in me playing for you, playing for, playing for the club. So I just tell him, like, uh, it's okay, like, I'm not going to sign. Then I never even ask him how much. I just say, no, I'm not going to sign. Next few days, he, he got a budget to sign Nizam and uh, Joshua, I think the young lion player. Joshua Pereira. Yeah, mm-hmm. I already know Nizam also going. Nizam not cheap also, right? He tell me no budget. Okay, let me. So let me. Yeah. That's how Singapore football works. Unfortunately so, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, when it was decided that Warriors won't be playing in the league, like you mentioned, uh, Nizam and uh, other players like Aravin, you know, they, they, they got clubs elsewhere, Del Winder as well. Uh, why do you decide to stop playing football? I think they did help from, they had help from FES or something. They, they, went, for, they went for a meeting. I think FES helps. Those who want to play, just go for uh, that meeting and then FAS will help to find club or something. Uh, during that time, I never go for meeting but I did talk to uh, Belaste also like like a casual talk, how about playing all this. But uh, I think enough is enough lah. With all this nonsense, all the shit rules, might as well just uh, forgive playing, uh, for, uh, forget playing, go into coaching. It's also uh, in football industry, football yeah. scenes, soccer yeah. scene. Just that different uh, work job. Would you say that the Gelang thing was the one that made you give up or was it just everything? Uh, no. I also know I'm towards the end of my career. Lila. You were 33? That time was 33. Yes, 33. So, uh, I feel it's a good time for uh, trans- to transit into coaching because uh, more and more coaching jobs are coming rather than uh, more clubs coming for me. So, forget soccer, just go coaching. 
Because I'll just take out all the, co- uh, the coaching program, coaching job. Uh, then I count, count, count. Yeah, still better than than all the soccer nonsense, soccer shit, all this. So before you even decided to retire, even before like not, not getting a club, not signing for a club, you already decided that you wanted to retire or the no, thing no, was I, already I never, I, I, never, I never thought of retiring until all the nonsense warrior going to sit up, I'm going to sign with uh, Geylang, then uh, with uh, Balestier, all this, like want to talk, want to wait. They will ask you to wait. I must see my under 23 players, uh, how many, I left my budget, how much, must wait. I, actually, I don't know wait for what. Uh, they keep waiting. Uh. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know wait for like World Cup also wait. Uh. <laughs> so just wait. Uh. Then uh, forget it. Uh. Just just go into coaching. Uh. Simple. We have to let go someday. Uh. Yeah. We have to let go someday. Yeah. And you know, part of the process, I think just uh, a few seconds ago, you, you mentioned shit rules, right? Uh, I'm not sure which rules you're referring to, but I will ask about the under 20 rule, right? Um, a lot, a lot of players have come out to say and, and, and admit that the under 20 rule played a part in them ending their career, or rather, the rule ended their career, uh, because you know clubs have to prioritize under 23 signings. So, one, you have lesser money for your over 23 players, and secondly, players are told that we will sign you, but you might not play. Uh, you will be on the bench or you might come on last 20 minutes or so. Uh, did these reasons also impact your decision? And this rule came about when you were still with Warriors. Did that impact you at that time? I think no. La. If you are good, you will play. La. Yeah, I don't care you 30 You see Bennett now also playing. If you yeah. good, you will be playing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the under 23 lot, uh, slot, they must play. Um, There are still how many? Maybe five or six slots for us to fight. If you are good, you should play. Wa. Yeah, don't blame the rules. La. But even though the rules also quite stupid. La. But then you said you, that you had to wait. Like Ballester had to wait for the under-23. Yeah, because if you sign, they say if you sign six under-23, you can have only two or three over age. Then if you sign nine, you can have three or four over age. All these. La. They have to do their calculations. All these. But end of the day, you, you were also directly affected by yeah, the ruling. So la. Indirectly. Mm-hmm. La, indirectly mm-hmm. la. So without this under-23 rule, do you think that you would still be playing? Mm, hard to say because if without this under-23 rule, there will be more better players also. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm not good enough for them. They don't want me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this under-23 player, you think is good? All the 23 years old players, they think that uh, I will sure be first level. I'll just come training. I'll just kick about. I don't need to give so much effort. Whereas compared to my time, I cannot even go go to Bedok Stadium and train. You must be very good, very... You the right. Yes, lah. you cannot just go there or I can train with S-League player. That time when I first go up, I train uh, with S-League player. I get elbowed straight away from Jerry. That is how, how difficult, how tough to get into the team. Jerry, they always say, all the senior players, they say, you must be tough. This is how S-League play. You come in, you don't want to be tough, you will get all this. So, But now, you see, uh, you 18 years old, 19 years old, you should get into the team. Right? Yeah. yeah. They offer you $500, just take mm-hmm. your schooling. Mm-hmm. And when when you were at Warriors, uh, without mentioning names and all, uh, did you feel like a lot of these under 23 players, and not just at the club that you were at, but when you play in the, in the, in the S-League or Singapore Premier League, do you feel like, hey, Sela, these boys are really not ready uh? Do sure you? have lah, sure have. I, I see myself uh comparing to them. Uh, stupid, stupid rule, uh, stupid rule. They don't even have the fitness base. Play one game, you can injure for a few days. You play one game, uh injured for a few days, you cannot recover. But when you recover, because of under 23 rule, you train one more day, you can play for next match. Mm. How is that? 
helpful to the team. How yeah. to, uh, all the all the soccer mm-hmm. sense here. Yeah. But do you see any good or positives about this rule? We did find a few young good players. Yeah, yeah young good players. Mm-hmm. But you know they get so big headed now that I I sure I'm good ready for this twenty twenty three. I should play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't want to work harder. Yeah. They will just be in their comfort zone like Nasa always tell me. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to get out of your comfort zone, you won't improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in your opinion, mm-hmm. what is the issue in Singapore football? I mean, it's easy to just blame one rule, right? But yeah. overall, what do you think is the issue? We don't, I, I feel we don't have the development. Uh, don't have, and yeah, you see, straight away, you get one under 18 or under 21, you straight go to the S-League. Yeah, I think they don't, don't have the Fitness base, I feel fitness base one of these. Yeah, you don't have fitness, you sure get injury. Okay, you see a lot of people get ACL or this because I feel very simple, not strong. If you got the fitness, you can concentrate your muscle, can take it. You won't get. Yeah, maybe a few cases, yes, a, a few incident, uh, accident that uh we cannot prevent. But if you are n- not fit enough, you just jump and just turn anyhow. Of course, you will get injured, uh. So, yeah, I feel... Just the, the whole pathway you think mm-hmm, needs to be looked yeah. at. La. Like last time we got un, under 16. Finish 16, yes, you go to 18. If you are good enough, 18, you are young, you can play Prime League. Prime League is a... I feel it's a good stepping stone for... Mm-hmm, but we don't the, have that now. Yeah, la. we don't have that yeah. now. Yeah. Um, before we know we move into the rapid fire round, uh, I just want to end off uh, the interview portion of this by asking you, um, from the start of the interview, you know, you've been talking about how you are, you're someone who never had a skill. Uh, you you believe that you weren't a good player and all. But, you know, you had a fairly good career in the Singapore Premier League. Um, a professional, uh, a career that any professional would want, you know, to stay so long in the league. Uh, what would your advice be for other players who, you know, feel the same way, you know, they have doubts over themselves. Yeah, I, I'm not as skillful as the as this guy. I'm not skillful as the other guy. Um, what is the secret behind your uh, progress? I feel hardworking. You simple. You do everything. It must be hardworking, uh, discipline. Uh, a lot of players now. I tell you, even young players, they are they are disciplined or very bad. Always be humble. Also, be humble. Don't think that uh, you play in the S League. I'm somebody ready. Yeah, be humble. Just listen. Listen to what people say. Don't complain lah. Just do what you supposed to do. You are here to play soccer. Play train two hours. Go home. Don't complain this. Complain that. Yeah. Then um, enjoy the game lah. Just enjoy the game. Yeah, keep laughing lah. Keep laughing. No point angry. You score this, score that. You make the whole player uh, morale down. You bring the whole team morale down. In the end, you lose together. Yeah, help encourage lah. A lot of encouragement. I think is good lah. Because you are someone who I think, uh, based on what you talk about and based on the person that you are, they will always be grateful for football for helping you in your life. Yeah, in yeah, sense. of course, of course. I'm, I'm, uh, I grew up with my mom, so I'm also grateful to soccer because uh, when I stayed at Marine Parade. Uh, Marine Parade and the areas all all hooligans. Uh, they will take. Uh, they will sniff glue. Will take drug all this. But uh, luckily, this soccer boy helped me. We just play soccer. Tired, go home. Don't mix with uh, the wrong company. Yeah. So yeah, teaches me a lot of values. Like time discipline. Everything must be good. Uh, honor your honor your words. Honor your rules. All this. Yeah. A lot of life values like, with this small little ball. Fantastic. Um, you've come to the rapid fire round. I'll get the first question started. Uh, in your career, who was your toughest opponent? A particular player? 
one particular player. Yeah. That you think of and like, wow, lucky I don't need to play against this guy anymore. Normally they say lucky I never play against this. <laughs> oh, uh, who? Uh? Um, uh, I make it easier for you. Maybe someone who also play in midfield. Oh, yeah. Not a nobody. Team, uh, how about a team? Team. Uh. Okay, team. Super race. <laughs> I, I don't care who you are, I just play my soccer. Uh, mm. Super Rates. Super Rates. Super Rates, wow. Yeah, okay. Like, give me my fitness. Uh, there. Super Rates, yeah. That was a team that was really tough yeah, to play against. Yeah, the Korean team. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is the most underrated player that you've played with or against? Uh, someone who you think should deserve more recognition? Last time, right? Mm. Uh, Jufri Taha. Jufri Taha. Jufri Taha, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he had a, quite a long career also. Yeah, la. he also very long. Uh, he was always so near to national team because of the last time, the quality of the players. He cannot get there. Yeah, and very humble, very nice. Alright, third question. Your ideal five-a-side team? Local. local all local la. players, yeah. Lo- can add foreigner or not? No foreigner. Uh, okay, like give you one foreigner. Uh, one foreigner. La. One foreigner. Five-a-side. Five-a-side. Okay. Keeper... Keeper, he's one, uh, he's one, he's mm-hmm. one. Okay. Uh, foreigner, I take Nicola Rock. Nicola Rock. Me, last time we Warriors. Ah, okay. Nicola Rock. Uh, defender, no Raman. No Raman. No Raman. Two more. He's one. Two more. Yeah. Cannot forget myself. Okay, you, you must play. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, last play, captain, <laughs> captain. Captain choosing the team. Striker. I like Sahil. Sahil, mm, okay. Sahil. Nice. All right, nice. Nice. Very fat now. Nice. <laughs> Fourth question. Which former player or coach should we invite on the final whistle? Someone with a lot of stories that we can learn from. Coach player also or can, coach. Player also can. Let me think. Uh. Inisha Sang will be good. Inisha Sang. Inisha Sang. Young Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lion Chia of Time. Yeah. Yeah, his lunch of time is just uh, visiting the hotel. Uh. Hotel <laughs> review. Uh. Yeah, yeah, same review or not. A Malaysia hotel, he, he can, he can. <laughs> it's going to be Yelp reviews. Uh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hotel okay. review. Uh, final question is, what is your wish for Singapore football? Tough question. Tough uh. question. Uh. But uh, good to see more Chinese players coming through. Yeah. Um, actually, Singapore club playing some good football also uh, internally, like Tampanese. Even though uh, even young lions, I feel they are with Philip, uh, they can they can string a few passes. Just that the attacking third, I think, lack a bit. Then uh, Lion City, Lion City cheat team uh. The <laughs> the quality the gap is too big now. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know is it good or no good. All the top players go to them. Then the not so big names playing below themselves. Yeah, so I don't know good or no good. So. Hopefully, hopefully more more big money will be coming in to take over the clubs then have few more clubs like can challenge LCS. La. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really enjoyed your insights and had a good laugh with you. Uh, wishing you all the best in your coaching career and uh, hopefully, you know, you might be able to come back in the future as a as league coach or a Singapore Premier League coach. Why not? Uh, hopefully, la, hopefully. Any hopes for that? No, no, no. No, no, no. Not for now. <laughs> no, la, you coach Aslik one year, no good, you finish already. <laughs> oh, finish. Forget Aslik. <laughs> Thank you so much. much. Thanks, much. Thanks, thanks Aslik for giving me a career. <laughs> All right, nice. All right, thank you so Thank much. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, thanks for coming. Man.